Welcome to Geek Therapy. On this episode, we're doing a little post-election geek therapy, and we're talking about a few different comic books and TV shows. So, Lara, we're going to touch just very briefly <laughs> um, on on the elections. I know this is two weeks almost after the the U.S. elections. Two weeks. It's been a week. Well, by the time oh, this well, episode I guess is up. Yeah, yeah, I guess. It'll okay. be almost two weeks. You know, almost two be, weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Week and, and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and as a Hispanic who lives in New York City and a San Francisco lesbian, I believe that people probably know where we stand on on some issues, maybe. <laughs> I'm guessing. Just a few. Yeah, yeah. So we don't have to get into like the weeds of it. Um, but I am curious to hear how people, uh, you know, how listeners kind of coped if they disagreed with the results and and kind of what helped them get through it or, or what maybe brought them some either comfort or inspiration. I'd love to hear from you guys. And 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 I want to hear from you, Lara, too. Like, I, I want to ask you that question. Was there anything, you know, along the lines of what, of what we always talk about here, was there anything that kind of helped you throughout, you know, a tough week for a lot of people? Uh, the first few days, I think... I couldn't find anything like I went to my go to stuff like funny like I didn't want to watch anything funny. I tried to make myself watch some funny stuff. Didn't really work. We watched Bridesmaids, I think, on Wednesday or Thursday night, and that actually helped for a while. It's hilarious. Um It is. <laughs> one of the funniest movies I've seen and, and my wife had never seen it, so um oh. I kinda got to I kinda <laughs> got to have that first time experience vicariously through her yeah i mean if you need some like good slapstick ridiculous like raunchy funny yeah kristen wig and maya rudolph and oh it's so good it's so good <laughs> cool um at one point i thought about playing like i i usually go to video games i didn't i couldn't find i had just finished god of war 3 so i didn't have a new game to like that i was already in the story for um so i was thinking about maybe last of us or something and nina was like well wouldn't that make you like more depressed and make it worse and i said no actually it might be better to see someone with a worse situation than we have so (laughs) um but i didn't end up doing that i think um i think i just watched a lot of supernatural which was kind of a uh, a happy medium cuz there's some serious stuff and and some funny stuff and okay i, I seem to be doing all right okay <laughs> for now uh, yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah my my go to this week which really thinking about it has uh raised my spirits in general it would have raised my spirits any week it's uh i'm watching new episodes of dragon ball <laughs> Dragon Ball Super came out in Japan starting, I believe it was last year. And I never torrented anything. I was like, I'm just going to wait for the English dub to come over. And I'm just going to, um, but the English dub isn't here. But the company Funimation, who who distributes uh, a lot of anime here in the U.S., uh, last weekend, they they said, guess what? 
The new Dragon Ball series is up. It's subtitled, but we're doing 10 new episodes every Saturday until we catch up. And I was so excited. And I've seen like 15 new episodes of Dragon Ball. And it's hilarious. And it's fantastic. And I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, while I was watching it, I was, I was thinking about how there's always this theme uh, in the show about how uh, Goku, you know, the main character, he he trains. Ever since he's a little kid, he trains. And there's always a bad guy that's way stronger than he is. And Goku just always trains until he is strong enough to beat the bad guy. And that's kind of a theme that repeats itself over and over and over again. And somebody shows up even stronger and they find a new way to train and get stronger. I don't know. It's, I, I've always found that to be a very hopeful message, you know, how it's almost – there's always like a balance. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what bad thing comes up. There's always an opposing force to it. And I don't know. I I, I found a lot of comfort in Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> oh, man, it's so good. I love that show so much. Oh. I think there's the same kind of thing. We've been watching Legend of Korra the past couple of days to finish off um, the last season. Mm. Um, and there's that same kind of there's always an opposing force. And there's, she always had like, she gets into this, like, despair of, I I keep making things worse. This bad thing happens because I did this. And then this bad thing happens. And, um, you know, it, it's more of a, there's always going to be something bad going on. Um, but someone has to be there to, to fight it. And that kind of, that kind of lifted my spirits a little bit too. Yeah. 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 You know, like it, it may look overwhelming at first, but you know, you find a way. That's right. Again, not trying to simplify anything, but in these two TV shows, it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, I'm very excited that we have some entries and potential entries. All right. What? What? <gasps> All right, so you had some entries. I did have some entries. Tell I don't me, Tell me more. What did I do? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> There was an issue of Black Panther, the the newest version of Black Panther by Tennessee Coates. Um, the whole series is great um, and has a lot of cultural representation. I mean, they're all Wakandans, um, country in Africa, fictional, fictional, <laughs> fictional country in Africa, but. It's uh, they're so technologically advanced, but they also keep their like tribal culture. But the one piece that I I made an entry for was there's a two page spread. I can't remember what issue I made the entry for, but it's in there somewhere. It might be issue two where he's having some kind of dream or vision of um, and this is uh, T'Challa had his dream of his sister who died um, while he was away with the Avengers and she accuses him of in in the dream of it being his fault that she died you just let me die and it you're what kind of king are you anyway um, and he's kind of doubting himself and in the two-page spread he talks about what that this is all in his head kind of and that he needs to learn to, you have to be able to, he feels lost and to be able to find his way back, he has to be able to put aside what he thinks is how things are and see things the way they really are. 
Um, and so that's that's kind of like reality testing, right? I do a lot of that with the kids I work with. Well, at least the older ones. <laughs> um, <laughs> the ones that can get it. But I liked that it was coming from within himself. Um, and it was kind of a... Um, in a dream sequence kind of thing. And it wasn't just like, hey guys, you should focus on the, the truth. And yeah, it was, it was kind of, it was authentic. And the artwork in it is really beautiful too. Yeah. I really want to read um, that run. Is the, is the graphic novel out already? The, the, the first, first trade, the first yeah. trades out. Yeah. Yeah. First trade. Um, yeah. That's a good skill to have. <laughs> Reality testing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And it's and it's easier said than done. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, but it was really cool. It sounds like a good entry. Uh huh. It's about time. <laughs> I, I but, hey, hey hey hey. I I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I got some stuff I done. Far. I got some stuff done. I've got, and I've got more coming eventually. I I think. <laughs> and there was another one I did. It was another DC bombshells. This one. Uh, if you ha- if listeners haven't heard me talk about it before in a previous episode, um, DC Bombshells is all of the female DC characters basically thrown into World War II. Um, the art style is really beautiful. It reminds me of propaganda posters and and uh, from World War II, and um, the writing is great. Um, there's a lot of representation uh, Batwoman and her partner uh, Maggie Sawyer in it and by partner I mean girlfriend because um, with superheroes you never know what you mean. In this one I think the part that really got me was at one point Aquawoman previously in the in the story talk says oh i just want to run off from atlantis and i don't need to be in atlantis i i want to have fun and and have adventures with diana and um the truth was she got kicked out and couldn't go back um and so there's a bunch of lines about and and it's a theme that comes up with other characters too about narrating your own story and and taking some poetic license on your on your story um and i think that's important with people who have been uh especially people who have had some kind of trauma um you know being able to take control of their story and really um own it and be able to not necessarily because it can go too far and, and become unhealthy if you kind of ignore parts and rewrite it completely but um, putting a, a positive spin or some kind of meaning to to what happened, um, and and t- having mastery over your kind of, uh, over what your what happened your situation. So that was also really cool to see um, in the dialogue. How does story turn out? Like what, what happened? Um. So the rest of the story. <sighs> well, I mean, like she. So she she got kicked out. They found out what she. They 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 accepted they accepted her, they okay. accepted her um, that I I don't think anyone was really like oh my gosh you're a liar I think it was just like they were confused and wanted to clarify what happened um, and then they fight the bad guy so they they work together and fight the bad guy so it was more of 
I think that's an example of, you know, sometimes owning up to the truth of the situation isn't always the worst. Yeah, um, you expect uh, that it's going to be the end of the world, but it's it's yeah. probably not going to be. It might be bad. It might be really, really bad, but it might not be. But it might not be. Okay. Okay. Do you have yeah. any, any pending entries besides ghosts? I do have one pending entry. I've been this one I've I read a long time ago and I need to read it again. It was in Sensation Comics. I don't know which trade volume or issue because they the way they do it, it might be in Sensation Comics, the trade volume one, but the issues are I don't know, they're they're smaller, shorter stories, so I don't know how many stories are in an issue. Yeah, that's a little confusing, right? Because it's digital first. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and these are all like one shot little stories by different artists and different writers um, to kind of highlight different parts of Wonder Woman's life um, and and different stories. So there's one in particular, the whole story is, um, and like I said, I need to reread it, but it's about, um, it's, you would think it's about, Wonder Woman, but it's actually about a woman in the military in today's um, world um, in, I think, Iraq or Afghanistan. Um, And something happens in battle, and then she... ah, I wish I remembered all of it, but I think she... She definitely does something heroic, um, and she ends up in the hospital, and at the end... Um, they give her a uh, a call name, and they her call name is Wonder Woman. And um, there's something about reading some Wonder Woman comics, and I thought it was kind of a meta kind of, like geek therapy thing. Like she found strength through Gotcha Diana, and I think the writer on that one was Amy Chu. I don't remember the name of the story, but obviously once it's an entry, people will be able to look it up. It was really cool. Were you thinking about that one this week? And is that why you brought it up? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was one that was on my pile of things I wanted to do (laughs) entries and didn't get around to that one. (laughs) Yeah. Those digital first ones are good because they're only like a dollar or two dollars for the digital issue. I think they're only a dollar. Yeah. But then they come out as like three or four together as an issue and then as a trade. It's confusing. But that one sounds pretty good. Yeah. I I actually have found a lot of things in the Sensation Comics series. And the, it, it's a good collection of short stories and you never know what you're going to get in it. So. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. No, I really like the those meta, those meta geek therapy stories. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, like there's this episode of Modern Family that I really like where – Mitch and Cam are talking, and Mitch talks about how he was inspired by Spider-Man when he was a kid. <laughs> and he's talking about how it inspired him to like be a certain way and do something. And I'm like, this is he's having that talk on a TV show. This is the this is meta meta geek therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, that a lot. Modern Family is a good show. It is. It is. All right, so I have a couple. What and you have a couple? I didn't see any entries from you. I haven't made the entries. <laughs> I remember you're focusing on entries. I'm focusing on the technical side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
we should just hire somebody to do the technical <laughs> side. <laughs> uh, nah, it's going, it's going fine. It's going fine. All right. So a few things that I've read in the couple weeks, uh, last couple weeks that I, I think are great. There's a, an issue of Spider-Man, uh, issue number three of the current run. And Spider-Man, the current Spider-Man comic is the Miles Morales Spider-Man. Right. Peter Parker is the amazing Spider-Man. So in this uh, issue, I, I honestly can't believe that the whole thing is about his grandmother coming over and essentially grounding him. Okay. And not letting him like have his phone. And he's all frustrated because like the Avengers call him on that phone to, to, to save the city, <laughs> you know? And, uh, and, and she's there because his parents called her and I believe, so his mom is, they never, they rarely say that he's Puerto Rican, right? But his mom is Puerto Rican. And then his mom calls her mom. So his abuela showed up, right? And she oh, is. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. So the first thing you she You don't was, mess she, with abuela. <laughs> no, no, no. So she, she takes his phone and she tells him he, he needs to bring up his grades. And then you see the internal monologue and he's talking about how, you know, but like I saved the city 10 times this week. I can't do that and do my homework, you know, and study for my test. But he's trying to do everything. <laughs> so it was, you know, you're seeing uh, Spider-Man be completely overwhelmed, you know. And I, I, I think that those stories are always so, so relatable. And this is the first time that Spider-Man is overwhelmed in high school because his abuela showed up and took his phone. <laughs> <laughs> Ms. Marvel shows up. Uh, they have a couple good lines there going back and forth. It's always fun to have uh, Ms. Marvel show up. She's great. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her book is is fan. Her books are always fantastic too. But I need uh, to catch up on that one. Yeah. So so that's kind of like what happened in that one. So extremely relatable again, and that feeling of being overwhelmed and you know weighing your priorities. You know your priorities may not be school and saving the city, but who can't relate to that? Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. So the new Invincible Iron Man. Came out. This is Invincible Iron Man number one, post uh, Civil War two. Now, because Marvel uh, delayed Civil War two, it mm-hmm. hasn't ended, right? Right. But this issue is out, and you realize that something happens at the end of Civil War two. I'm not reading Civil War at the moment. I'll, I'll read it later. But so you find out that Iron uh, Tony Stark is no longer Iron Man. I don't know why. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. But that's something that happened. They and talked s- about this at uh, at Comic Con in yeah, San Diego. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, if people are reading the the story and they don't know, just know that there are other comics out right now that are that are addressing the fact that Tony is no longer around. So you're seeing the world through this girl named uh, Riri Williams, and she is this genius inventor. And this is kind of her origin story as how she is becoming the successor to Tony Stark. And becoming the new Iron Man. And so I believe her age, actually, I'm not sure if she's in like college age or high school age. I believe she may be a little older than high school age. I'm not completely sure. And she's a genius inventor. You kind of see her origin story, right, to a certain extent. And she lives in Chicago and there's a lot of, uh, there's gun violence in her origin story, you know, and... Um, people that she cares about um, are killed, uh, are shot and killed. And they, 
they kind of go back and forth in her timeline. And there's something, there's like this really, there's a few powerful scenes that, that, that happen. Like one is like seeing that and how um, her family is affected. Two is seeing her kind of on her first day as Iron Man. She has this suit that she made and she's out there and it's huge and bulky. It's nothing like uh, like like Tony's, you know, like slim fitted it's, it's Iron like Man his suit. like mark one yeah like. yeah she looks like a transformer right um, <laughs> and, and she's she's battling these um these heroes and you see her uh trying to figure out what's what's going on and getting help from this kind of um this essentially is like a siri on her phone like a virtual assistant right um on her phone and she's trying to to figure out what to do and and she realized like this is this is kind of hard but uh, she she does it, and but there's this one scene where I don't know I I don't know if they did this on purpose, but what I thought was you know she she's grown up with gun violence all around her, and she she saves the day, and then the cops show up, and her first instinct is to put her hands up, mm-hmm. right? She's in full armor, okay, like towering over these cops. She's in full armor, and the cops are aiming their gun at her and telling her like you know like. Uh, like you're under arrest, like you need to stop. And she's like, "Are you serious? Like I'm a I'm a hero. I just I just saved everybody here. Isn't it the way it works?" <laughs> and then one of the cops shoots her. What? And he just shoots the armor. But there's something again. She is a young black female with her arms up, and the cops shoot her. And obviously, the cops don't know it's a young black female, but still, that has a lot of yeah, yeah, the imagery, right? Yeah. So. Damn, yeah, I saw that. I was like, this is, this is like, what are they trying to do? Like, there was no other commentary. Like, that just, that happened. Again, she's got her hands up. And then she said, are you serious? I can't believe this. And then she flies away, you know? And, <laughs> and maybe, maybe we'll see later, like, what, what exactly, how that affected her or if she thought anything else about it. Cause at the moment, she's just, she just cannot believe that that happened. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it, obvious uh parallels to, to what we're seeing in the news and and I, I don't again i don't know if they did that on purpose probably but maybe not yeah you don't know. <laughs> if they didn't do it on purpose that was an interesting way to do that um again Social we'll, commentary yeah again intended we'll see, or unintended yeah again we'll we'll see what they actually have to say about it later but uh but the, but then she gets back and she's she's thinking about how this is this is so hard to do like I can't believe that like I wish I wish um, I'm gonna paraphrase kind of what she says and I'm going to kind of not exactly tell you the way it happened right mm-hmm. but she seems to be upset that she she can't possibly do this the way Tony Stark did because she doesn't have an AI that can help her the way that he always had an AI that can help her so then right. she gets this package and the package. Uh, has this this box in it, and then it essentially has an AI that Tony sent to her before he died. And it's a brand new AI, and it's an AI copy of him. Oh, snap! Yeah, so it's like he's mentoring her, you know? She's thinking he's like... He's your Jarvis! Yes! It's it's so good. It's so good. And, uh, and you know, like, that's that's the, the, the end of the issue. And you realize, like, she really wishes that she had that mentor, but he's not around anymore. Like what? Like what is you know? What is she gonna do? There's no way she can you know be like Iron Man without someone to to kind of coach her. And boom, there he is. And eventually, like we know, she she's gonna become a hero called Ironheart, and she's gonna have a very different suit. But it's very, I think, 
I think it's a great way of like passing the mantle and still having him around in a way that that uh, as a mentor role without you know uh, getting rid of the facts of whatever happened in Civil War Two. Mm-hmm. So it was it was great. It was great. Um, so a, a lot of stuff there, you know, about like mentorship and and, and seeking help. You know, and again, the, the the experience, just seeing that on paper, like how do you show a young black person uh, with their hands up in front of the police and getting shot in, in a comic book world, right? We saw that in Luke Cage, right, mm-hmm. multiple times. And the way it was handled was, was pretty great. And then to see that in this comic, I don't know. It's interesting. Very interesting. Good choices <laughs> for your entries. Yeah, these are again. Uh, these are these are this, these future. fall into the category of things we'd like to make entries for. We'll see if we ever get around to them. But uh, but at least somebody can uh, can listen to yeah the well, podcast and get goal. this. That's the whole point. Yep. Um, okay. There's there's another book I'm reading. This one's called Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. I have the first issue. I have not read it, but I've heard it's really good. Okay, so. Moon Girl is Lunella Lafayette, a nine-year-old girl. She is black, and she is a super genius. I really like her story. (laughs) (laughs) Because the way she feels about school is exactly how I feel about school. Felt and still feel about school. Um, Especially at that age, you know, um, where she was just like – Trust me, this kid is just trying. Like she is bored in school. She does she loves not... learning, but she thinks it's stupid. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so actually, and and this isn't something that happened all my life. But there were a few years when I switched from one school to another. Where in one school I was in AP classes, and then I went to this other school and didn't have anything compared to that. So for a year or two, I was way ahead of everybody else in my in my new school. Mm-hmm. And because it was a small school, I just had to wait for everybody else to catch up to me before I was actually ever given any classes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> she has these lines in the in the book where she's talking about how, like, I love learning, but they're not teaching me anything. Like, they're not teaching mm-hmm. me anything I don't already know. I'm bored. And she's actually um, applying to different schools. She's applying to the Future Foundation. and She's applying to different places because she wants to be – and she's been rejected um, from all of them. It's a really fun story. But – Overall, it's just a story about a nine-year-old girl who feels completely misunderstood, you know, mm-hmm. in every single way. And that's a super relatable story. And Devil Dinosaur is a gigantic red Tyrannosaurus Rex who comes in through a portal and is now in New York City. Uh, fun times. Talk fun times. about the odd couple. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Devil Dinosaur is a very old character. And, like there used to be old, uh, there used to be these comic books a long, long time ago. I think, I think in the forties. I need to see. I need to check my 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 dates again. But I believe he's a very old character, and they just brought him back for for this run. And yeah, yeah. There's actually there's actually an issue where um, the totally awesome Hulk shows up to kind of stop the dinosaur, and there's a, a battle between. Giant red T-Rex with fiery eyes, <laughs> literally flames coming out of his eyes, and a totally awesome Hulk. A lot of fun. And ultimately, mm-hmm. the winner is Moon Girl, but you have to read that to, to find out. But again, like just feeling misunderstood, uh, wanting people to relate to, and finding that your only friend is, is this giant red dinosaur. Good times. Good times. 
At least it's not an imaginary friend. Yeah, I, I, my, my only imaginary friend when I was a kid was a dinosaur. So as you can imagine, this whole, this whole book is uh, hitting close to home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine was a brontosaurus. You though. are Moon Girl. I yeah. am Moon Girl. I would wear a t-shirt that says "I am Moon Girl." We need to have a shirt for you that says "I am Moon Girl." You know where I live? Send it. <laughs> Um, and then one more I'll mention, and, and then we're done. And this is kind of an honorable mention. Uh, you need to watch Supergirl. You need to catch up I, Supergirl. I'm not going to catch up. I'm I am. Wait. I'm going to catch up on this season. Of not and then being I'm going to wait until the with next you. season goes to Netflix. Because I still have to catch up on Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and Daredevil. Listen, those ships have sailed. It's okay. You can catch up later. Please watch Supergirl along along with me. So I can't, after I watch I can't an episode, even catch up because I'm not going to use uh, illegal means to get the first I- episodes from this season. Uh, <sighs> there's no 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 wait wait. There's no illegal means. The CW app is free. They only give you the the five episodes. I thought. No, 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 no. The whole thing? Oh, yep, yep. Okay, that might change things. There's tons of ads, but it's free. It might, it might change things. Come on. I already told you Maggie Sawyer is, in the, is on the show now, right? Yes, you did. And Supergirl has more comic book references than Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow combined. It is, it is incredible. Okay, the mm. season had Superman in it. For two episodes, uh, lots of good stuff going on there. But in the last episode, uh, called "Changing," there is a uh, a lead character who, for the last couple episodes, has been hanging out with Maggie Sawyer, and now she's having some feelings that she's never had before, and she's Uh-oh. not sure what's happening. And so, this last episode had a character coming out, um, after having spoken with you know. Maggie Sawyer to kind of explain oh, how things are going. I already know who it is, and my friend was so excited about this. Ah! <laughs> and in my opinion, I think it was handled extremely, extremely well. I mean, I think it was great. I would love to get your opinion, but since you're not watching it with me, I gotta wait. <laughs> but it was, it was so good. It was so, so good. The way, again, the way they've led up to it, and then. What happens when she does and then her like there's this this, you know, this part where she's talking about how I've this isn't new, but I've just held it in and like repressed it for years. And now I'm having all these memories that I of things that I I had completely forgotten about because I Mm -hmm. tried so hard to just push them to the back of my mind, keep them, you know, deep down inside. It's really good. Supergirl continues to impress. We'll see what happens when all the shows go on winter break, and maybe I can catch up then. Yeah, no problem, Laura. I'll wait till <laughs> next year for you. No problem. <laughs> yeah, things will start going on uh, on break in like a month. Yeah, but then until you watch it, just just all I'm asking is that you put <laughs> Supergirl a little higher on your priority list. I have That's other people I have to consider. That's all I'm saying. I am saying, let me talk to them. <laughs> let me make my case. <laughs> we're we're working on the last season so that we can um, we can get caught up on some other things. So it's good. We'll it's see. so good. Okay, come on. I need I need you here to discuss Supergirl with me. All right. 
so that's it for for this week. Lots of good content. Is there anything you're looking forward to checking out or something you have on your uh, reading list coming up? Um. Oh, I can't believe this. I didn't even moment. ask you if you watched Doctor Strange. Oh, I did. I did? did watch Doctor okay. Strange. But we don't have to talk about it now. It's fine. It, no... it can, it, that one's a more in-depth conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do that next week. <laughs> so good though <laughs> critically and commercially successful Doctor Strange very very good mm-hmm. very good yep anything else on the docket no 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 just uh, trying to catch up on shows so trying please catch up, up on shows. Supergirl I will keep reading Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm I'm reading a lot of comics now again and oh you know I'm gonna start making some Dragon Ball Super entries Oh, I'm actually so taking a break from comics right now and reading a book book. A book book? I'm reading a book book um, that my brother got me for Christmas last year. <laughs> um, You're never going to watch Supergirl. <laughs> no, no. Well, no, there's a difference. I read like a chapter before bed like every night. So it's di- my TV time and my, my reading time are very different things. But this book is actually a quick read. It's a Star Wars book. One of the ones that came out bef- leading up to... Um, Force Awakens. Force Awakens, yeah. That okay. thing. And uh, so far I'm liking it. Two best friends grow up on the same planet and go to the Imperial Academy to be Imperial soldiers. Mm. And one of them is going to be a rebel. I haven't gotten that far yet. Um, so What's the name about, of the story? Uh, Lost Stars. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, by Claudia Gray, and so far it's really cool. They've been. It, it takes place right before A New Hope, so um, there's a lot, and it's supposed to give hints about Force Force Awakens. But you know, I've already seen that, so. Okay. But maybe it'll give me hints about what happens after. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I have questions about. Becoming an Imperial soldier versus a stormtrooper and the brainwashing, but we can talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. I really, I really want to read the Ahsoka novel that just came out. There's, there, there's too it's much so content out there. We, I know in the I world. Know. Well, you're talking about Star Wars way. novels. I brought up a Star Wars novel. Have you I know, watched but Star Wars? I'm just Rebels? saying, like, <laughs> I, there's, there's Supergirl to watch on TV and all these other shows, and and now there's. I'm so overwhelmed with all this stuff, and I really want to read all the Star Wars things, like all of it. <laughs> Do you, have you watched uh, Rebels, Star Wars Rebels? No, never. We haven't even finished Clone Wars. Okay, so so you know, <laughs> well, I haven't. I technically haven't finished Clone Wars either. But so you know, Ahsoka is in Clone Wars, but then yeah, she's also in Rebels. That I know about that too. One of the most recent uh, Rebels episodes was an homage to Clone Wars. In, in the best way possible. Although there's tons of characters. Like, there's so many references to Clone Wars. Anyway, now we're geeking out. All right. So yes, that, that's it for <laughs> Geek Therapy this week. Geektherapy.com, at Geek Therapy on Twitter. Geek Therapist on Twitter is Lara. I am Josue A. Cardona on Twitter. And we'll be back next week. Next week. <laughs>